Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday and welcome to The Fine Line. I'm your host, Good Sense Amelia, and I hope you enjoyed yesterday's bonus episode. Um, we're going to keep talking about kids uh, because I've had multiple requests to talk about this subject. Um, so we're going to just jump right in. Um, today's episode is about um, developmental stages, boundaries, saying no, all that kinds of good stuff character development, whatever. Okay, so kids are people of value who have not yet become indoctrinated to our culture. Um, They have not yet completed all of the developmental stages to reach the age of majority, and they should not be expected to act as if they have done so. Um, Learning is their job. That is their prime directive, and testing reality is how they do that. I feel that there are many options to how parents could respond, but I'm going to reduce this to just a false dilemma and give you two options uh, just for the sake of simplicity. So I find that the main response of the general American parent is to respond to a kid's perceived misbehavior as if culture is correct, and then they proceed to either shame or punish their child for doing something that has harmed no one and broken nothing. Um, the second strategy is to act as if the be act as if um, the kids behavior is completely normal for their developmental stage and then teach them about the complete joke of a society that they are about to enter you know um, you can't it's it's really difficult to trick kids because of just the total amount of media influence that we have and I think it's really important just to be honest with them and that's what I do uh, pretty much 99% of the time unless I feel that the subject matter is completely inappropriate for their developmental stage, and then I just find another way to explain the situation. Um, If kids learn to trust their primary caregiver, or at least like other adults in their lives that are close to them, they're better equipped to make mistakes because they know that it's not the end of the world. Um, You know, if they're not responded to with shame and punishment for underperforming or doing something wrong, then it's a lot easier for them to take risks and to fail without, uh, without, self-imposed shame and guilt. Um, I think one of the worst things you can do to a kid is punish them just for being a kid. And this is a huge frustration to me. Every time I go to the grocery store, I hear some mom yelling at her kid for doing something that's like totally normal for an eight-year-old to do or whatever. Um, I also believe that actions speak a lot louder than words. There's this concept of do as I say, not as I do. And I think that's just a crutch and it never really taught anybody anything. That was my dad's thing when I was growing up. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, and whatever, I turned out fine. (laughs) But, um, this is part of investing in your kid, I think, is choosing to model healthy behavior and accepting them when they make mistakes that they didn't even know they made. Um, grownups see the world as this sort of, we've, we've had a crystallization of our personality and so we see things as being really, like, definite and, um, this is this, that is that. But kids don't view things like that and I think most grownups forget what it was like to be a kid. Um... Which, you know, it's that's why it's so important to shift the paradigm of how we teach kids about things and not expect them to behave like adults, see the world like adults do, um, and just recognize that they have a completely different way of brain functioning than fully developed humans do. So anyway, let's get to boundaries. Um, when you say no and enforce it, hopefully with a timeout or something that's non-physical, um, kids will often say things like, I hate you, or you're, you don't love me. Or, you know, they go through this whole, um, cycle in their mind of, of what they can do to change their universe to how, to get what they want. Um, I find that the best response to a kid telling them that they hate you is to say, that's okay that you hate me. You're allowed to, and I love you anyway. 
because this teaches them that no matter what they do, you, you know, you still feel the same. You love them. Um, they can't do anything to make you not love them. And they also can't do anything to make you give them what they want because probably it's not very good for them anyway, like candy or staying up super late or whatever, you know? So you're choosing to love them anyway, despite the fact that they say things. And you can't interpret it as if an adult said it to you because they're not an adult. Um, the words that you choose to use with kids are also very important. I find that most parents say something along the lines of, I need you to take out the trash. But saying it like this implies that you have a, a deficit that only the child can compensate for, which is unfair and very likely damaging to the child. It's more important, I think, to say, to express things as you truly see them and to say something like, I want you to take out the trash. I want you to come eat dinner with me. I want you to go to bed now. Um, it's really subtle, but it works wonders. And there's a number of reasons why wording it this way works. And the great thing about it is it works on like most kids, even kids with like severe, um, like emotional damage because of, you know, the way it's worded anyway. Also try to view unwanted behavior as a time to teach instead of as a time to punish. Um, this works really well because, um, it teaches kids again, it, it moves away from the shame model and moves towards a model of teaching your kids to understand the world that they actually live in. This requires though yourself, you know, to move away from a denial paradigm and move to an acceptance paradigm, which I know is very difficult, but like the world that we live in is the world that we live in and we cannot change it. So it's more important just to prepare kids for reality than to teach them, you know, denial and shame. Um, it's also really important to be okay or to become okay with the idea of natural consequences. It's very important to let kids fail. And then also, at, uh, you know, the flip side of that is be there to help them brush off the, the, the dust when they do get back up. Natural consequences are a better teacher than spankings or timeouts. And like I mentioned before, if you have a sensitive or an emotionally damaged kid, um, spankings or physical punishments are actually counterproductive anyway. So it's also really, really important to allow kids to realize independence as they grow so that you have a healthy bond and you don't teach your kids to be codependent and pass on self-destructive behavior. Um, a lot of parents, I know it's a big thing with moms of being like, they're growing up, they're not babies anymore, and I want them to be babies, and I miss when they were babies. But the thing is, like, you're actually damaging your kid if you, because you, you are half of that emotional equation yourself. So to engage in self-destructive behavior or like needy behavior with your children is to teach them neediness. Like if you engage in codependent behavior with your children, you teach them to be codependent. Um, so allowing them to become uh, closer to their peers and less attached to mom or dad or whoever actually teaches them to be stronger adults um, instead of you know, creating a world where they come to you for everything and this helicopter parenting, which I know is like a big deal with the Gen X parents and stuff. But um, yeah, so what have we learned here today? Uh, acceptance, uh, behavior modification, um, uh, saying no and, you know, backing it up and being okay with your kid's response to their environment and then using that response as a way to teach. Um, I think that's everything for today. I'd like to thank Ronald Jenkins for letting me use his music. Um, I'd like to say my phone's broken and I'm really glad to be recording on my iPad again, but it also really stinks not having a phone. But um, thanks for listening and I, I have no idea when I'm going to record again, but definitely by Friday. So have a great week, everybody.